Think you know the Brooks Ghost? Think again. Introducing the all-new, better-than-ever Ghost 16. Now with nitrogen-infused cushioning for lightweight, supreme softness that feels good every step, every street, every single day. So go ahead. Take your daily joyride in the all-new nitrogen-infused Ghost 16. It'll turn your everyday miles into everyday endorphins. Let's run there. Head to brooksrunning.com to learn more. Dodger opening night tonight at Dodger Stadium. Slay Dodgers and the Cincinnati Reds. They finished up a little five-game trip, three and two. A little something going on yesterday in Minnesota. I don't know if uh, you caught it. Clayton Kershaw, pretty good day for him along the way. Uh, seven perfect innings for Clayton Kershaw. In my opinion, uh, you know, one of the greatest who have ever done it. Certainly one of the great Dodger pitchers of all time. Joined by another one of those guys. One of the great Dodgers of all time, a Cy Young Award winner, a World Series champion, a World Series Most Valuable Player, all of this stuff. Oral Hershiser joining us on Travis Lee. Oral, how you doing today? I'm doing good, guys. How are you guys doing? Fantastic. So let, let, let's get right to it. What did you make of the decision yesterday uh, to, take Clayton, or to take Clayton Kershaw out after seven perfect innings? Yeah, they. Uh, I think they did it together. I think you could actually argue that maybe they should have taken him out an inning earlier because the farther you go, the more controversial the decision gets. And I think ultimately they both knew in the sixth that he wasn't going to go nine. So, But Clayton wanted to go back out for one more, and Dave Roberts said that would be fine. But I think they, even in the sixth, had agreed that the seventh was going to be it. You know, as a fan, you want him to continue on and you want him to get something, a shot at, a, you know, almost a lifetime achievement award, right? Whereas other no-hitter could have been a perfect game except for a Hanley Ramirez uh, bad play at shortstop. <clears throat> Excuse me. But, uh, you know, this the way he's coming off an injury, simulated game, only about 53 pitches going into the outing, I think that uh, it was the proper decision. Well, I'm, I'm just curious from your perspective – if you are out on the mound, how how tough do you think that is for Kershaw, another pitcher, yourself back in the day when you were uh, when when you were doing it? How tough is it to walk away from a moment like that, knowing like you just mentioned, hey, there's a there's a big picture here, simulated like you mentioned, you got it, you're going to get your 80 pitches in, but from a just a competitive perspective, how tough is it to say, here's the ball, you get off the mound, you're not coming back in the eighth. Well, if you allow yourself in that mindset and that mindset only with no context, it's it's almost impossible to walk away from. But, but you know, the context comes in and the context of you were hurt last year, you pushed yourself the year before because it was a special team that could have a chance of doing something special. And in pushing himself, he might have hurt himself then and wasn't able to even throw in October. Uh, he didn't pick up a ball until after January. So I think that uh, – you know, it's the context that really does it. But with your particular question saying what's it like if you were only the competitor, it's almost impossible. Dodger legend Oral Hershiser joining us here on Travis and Sliwa. And one last one on this, Oral, before we move on to some other things along the way. If Clayton Kershaw said, Dave, I want to go back, he goes back, right? Uh, I don't think so. Really? <laughs> No, I, if, if Clayton says, I want to go back out there, I think, you know, we've seen those arguments before when it wasn't a perfect game uh, in the past when they're protecting innings, when they're protecting pitch counts because they're looking at the long term for the whole team, for the whole organization, for the city, for a world championship. Uh, I think that's why you have a manager. That's why you have a pitching coach. That's why you have a front office that they they bring you things that 
uh, and manage you to protect your from yourself. You're you're being protected from yourself because you want your athletes, your competitors, your warriors to never turn towards defeat, never turn towards, oh, I don't think I'm good enough. And you have to have that kind of mentality if you're going to compete. And then you've got to have managers that know how to manage you so that the short-term perspective doesn't be, you know, hurt the long-term. Oral, it, it, obviously there's an evolution to these things. The, the game was different, mm-hmm. you know, in the, in the 70s before you showed up in the 80s. And obviously the game is very different right. now than it was then. But I, I was looking at some of your numbers today. You threw 15 complete games in 1988. <laughs> 15 complete. Clayton Kershaw has 25 in his entire career. Okay, it, 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 it's so different. Do you like this type of baseball where it's really micromanaged that the analytics really kind of make and inform a lot of these decisions or the idea of, you know, let me go as long as I feel good? Every generation tries to figure out how to win and to win more games and to keep the best players on the field the longest because that's how you win more games. So it's comparing apples and oranges. Uh is Clayton capable of completing 15 games in a year? Yes, he is. Is that going to make the Dodgers maybe the best team and Clayton the best pitcher? It probably isn't because game theory has completely changed. And the ability to analyze everything that's going on compared to this guy's hot, we have past results from the first six innings, we've got to let him continue compared to bringing in a reliever that is fresh, can throw 98 miles an hour, has a slider. We know the next few hitters coming up uh, can't hit above velocity above the belt that's above 95. There's just so much in game theory now that this is all about winning. This is not about always protecting the athlete. This is not always about the long term. It is about winning and the moment with passion but with the exact best players on the field from your roster. And that has changed the game of pitching. That has changed the role of a starting pitcher. That's changed the role of a bullpen. I mean, in my day, there were five starters and five relievers, a 10-man staff. Now you're looking at, you know, 13-man staffs. So there are guys down there that are always going to be fresh. And there's always going to be that matchup capability. And a lot of times that matchup, is going to be better than the guy that's on the mound. Oral Hershiser taking some time to join us here on the Travis and Sliwa show. Oral, I'm, I'm curious as um, we, we know what the goal is for the Dodgers. We know how good this team is. Um, what, what are you hoping to see over the course of the first couple of months? Just I'm, I'm curious from it could be the bats, it could be the arms. What What is the goal for a team that um, is obviously coming off um, a, yeah. a disappointing end to the season, the way things ended last year, and you're going neck and neck with the Giants the whole way through. What right. what is what are you hoping to see over the first couple of months of the season? Well, I think they want to get back to winning the West, and I think they want to move on from there. But early here in the season, I mean, we're five games in, so we don't even have a trend. We've we've have a start to the season. We have guys that we expected to do well that are doing well. We have a guy named Gavin Lux that was expected to maybe just get his feet wet and get some playing time. He looks like the best offensive player on the team right now, and he's still hitting at the bottom of the order. Um, we expect we expect Walker Bueller to be dominant. Uh, he had a good solid outing in Colorado. I chalk it up to Colorado, but the swing and the miss wasn't there. Uh, three of the four hits he gave up were uh, with two strikes, which he usually puts people away. 
Um, there's just a lot of storylines that are starting to develop. I think the biggest storyline developing for me is the question mark coming in was the depth in the rotation as people get healthy, like a Dustin May, as people get groomed and ready to go, like a Bobby Miller and other guys. Um, Clayton Kershaw and Haney were probably they were probably the biggest question marks, and they both were unbelievable. Clayton was perfect, and Andrew was fantastic with the new breaking ball, first time throwing that slider grip to hitters. Uh, Gonsolin and Urias probably have the the biggest improvement to make, but Julio we don't worry about because he was the only 20-game winner last year, and Tony Gonsolin figures out a way to leave runners on base no matter what jam he's in. Mm -hmm. And then, and Walker was a solid Walker, and I chalk up his outing to really good. Got his first W and his first start, even though he's pitched in the big leagues for like five years. His first start has gotten all no decisions, got a W, and now he's uh, he's at Dodger Stadium where he has been absolutely dominant throughout his career. So, any question mark about the the depth and the health of the rotation has kind of been answered in this first time through. Oral Hershiser joining us here on Travis Lee. And Oral, I think you're the right person to ask about this because you and I, uh, we, we both do a little bit of work with uh, Rotolo Chevrolet and, and Capozio GMC Buick up in, in Victorville. Um, why wasn't I asked to dance in the commercials the way that you were with Mike Capozio, who was running oh, the show? Oh, boy. There? Because I've seen you on TV doing the dancing, and I, I do the commercials here on 710, yeah. and yet I've never been asked to do the dance. How do I get in on that? That that relationship developed because they asked me to do an appearance, and I said I'm not interested in an appearance, but I would be interested in ownership. And then Mike and I got together with some other guys, some partners, and we had a great lunch, and we got along, and we found out that we're kind of cut of the same fabric. The My business life is about finding people with high integrity, finding people that are experts at what they do, and then bringing my brand and, and helping them along. So me dancing and you not dancing on that commercial. Um, I haven't inspected your whole business yeah, life yet. But, uh, or, or let's, let's not get into that. Or I don't know if I, I don't know if I'm ready for a deep dive into my life. Rotolo and and with Mike, you got to dance if you're an ambassador. And I'm a part owner of the store in Victorville, the Buick GMC store. So with Rotolo and Fontana and and Victorville and the Buick GMC store and my long-term home in the winter is in Vegas. It's the perfect commute between Vegas <laughs> to Pasadena, where I live when I'm with the Dodger life, and I get to go through Victorville in the high desert, and I get to go to Fontana, and it's like a perfect relationship with an expert that's got the highest of integrity. Or, or we have uh, we have enough experience already with Travis. I think the dancing <laughs> thing, let's that's good for your business. Let's keep Trav out of the uh, out know. of the dancing mix. What I Trav think, always I think what does. What we need to do is next time we do this interview, I'm going to come into the studio because today <laughs> was a busy day. I'm at home doing this on the phone. All right, I'm going to come into the studio and we're going to video it and we're going to do like a TikTok or a Instagram <laughs> of Travis but, but, and me dancing. It's going look, so, and I'll even get Mike. We'll get Mike Caposio to come. All right, from 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 Chevy, and uh, he will uh, he'll dance with us. I, I got to tell you that it, Emily, our producer, Oral, is a TikTok person. She's been trying to convince me that you need to get on TikTok. It would probably take my favorite pitcher from my favorite Dodger team to get me on TikTok, but oh, th this boy. may be the combination that gets it done for me. Uh, very quickly before we let you go, Oral, I, and this is kind of yeah. off topic here a little bit. He's going to pitch tonight. Shohei Otani is going to pitch for the Angels tonight. Is he the first of more guys that we will see try to do this, or is he one of one and there's just no other Otani that exists in the universe? 
Well, he's very, very special. So I don't want to downgrade any of the talent because he's at the top. He's top-notch hitter, top-notch pitcher. Um, but I will say in – my 63 years here on earth sports have developed and what used to be a hot dog thing in hockey, the way you handled the puck and the way you did blind passes and the passes couldn't go in front of the net and what you did in basketball, as far as carrying the ball or taking long, long shots for three points. I mean, cultures have changed in every sport. And I think the baseball culture has finally changed when it comes to using an athlete everywhere you can. Mm. We see it in everyday lineups. We see it with guys that are predominantly shortstops and they learn to play center field. And they also learn to play, you know, another position like first base and they can get toggled around. Um, And we're seeing it now with pitchers and that are also hitters and hitters that are also pitchers. So I think it's going to continue to progress where, It's not going to be this is the culture and this is what you are from high school on. You're a pitcher. Oh, you're you're an outfielder. Oh, you're a first baseman. It is going to continue to develop to everyone is looking at how to get the best athlete in the lineup the most often at his best position and win the game. And uh, I'm glad the culture is opening up. Oral Hershiser is going to get me on TikTok to dance with Mike Capozio, and that is the takeaway that I have for today. So, Oral, thank you. Look forward to talking to you again. Uh, appreciate you coming on with us. Thanks, Thanks a bunch. All right. Enjoy your guys' show. I love it. Thanks. All right. Thanks, Oral. Appreciate that a great deal. Um, I'm going to dance on TikTok with Oral Hershiser, yeah, and he said it. he loves our show. We're done for today. Uh, that's it. Um, <laughs> Mason Ireland coming up next. <laughs> ESPN Radio is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Should have taken him out an inning earlier. How about that? That's yeah, coming up next. It's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN. Ten seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships. Your skills. Your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? <laughs> Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the Launch Your Online Shop stage to the First Real Life Store stage, all the way to the Did We Just Hit a Million Orders stage, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash network. So I thought Oral kind of threw a really interesting curveball into that that equation. That if he takes him out an inning earlier, it's not a it, we're not talking about we're not talking about it the way that we've been talking about it. Which listen, he only had to get six more outs. He only had to throw maybe twenty more pitches. Right? That what, what's the big deal? Let's go for it. That if you take him out an inning earlier, then maybe you don't have the controversy that we have today. I, I thought that was really interesting because I think he's right. If they just would have said, "Listen, he hit the number." We're not going past that. At six innings, you're like, yeah, he probably doesn't get, he probably doesn't get there anyway. But yeah. he, because he got through the seventh inning, it's like, eh, pretty close. Might want to take a shot at that point. You get a few inches closer. Now all of a sudden you're saying, wait, 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 wait. this is within reach here. Right. Wait, 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 wait. You only you're seven innings in. You got two innings left, and this guy's about to get a perfect game. Or at, at least you know we, we were saying this a little bit earlier. Give him the ball in the eighth and see what happens. I, and listen, Hershiser is a is a perfect per perfect person to ask about a situation like this what'd you say how many complete games did he throw in what'd Fifth, you say 98 88 uh, or i'm he, sorry 88 he threw 15 complete games in 1988 uh, look this is 15 I'm, I'm going complete games 
I sent you this note this morning. Let's see if I can find it on my phone real quick. Uh, here it is. So from 1984 to 1989, okay, so that is a six-year window. Yep. Oral Hershiser threw 8, 9, 8, 10, 15, and 8 yeah, complete I mean, games. Okay, that's 58 complete games in six seasons. In six seasons. Clayton Kershaw has been pitching in the major leagues for 15 years. He has 25. And, and and I like what he said. He goes, could could Clayton Kershaw complete more? Of course he could. But is that the best way to win games? No, not not as we do it right now. And that is an incredibly progressive way to look at it for a guy yeah, that did go through the era where you know you you start you finish what you start. If you take the ball in the first inning, you better be here in the ninth inning. It, it, it's just this is the way that we do it now. And it's fine. He didn't sound like, hey, listen, baseball history got cheated. Base, you know, Clayton Kershaw got ripped off a chance for immortality. No, it's like this is the way we do things now. It's just different. It, you know, it's a better, it, it's a different way to win some games. And they made the decision. I don't think that's. By the way, I don't think that's that common for somebody who played in the league that long ago. Um, I think a lot of people that you got that played in the '80s or played in the early '90s, or they're going to make a case of. Well, yeah, but but look at the way we used to do it. He's no, he has, he's been around the game long enough. Obviously, he's broadcasting the games now. But just his mentality is: there's a reason why they're doing it the way they were. There's a reason why we were doing it the way we were back in the days. The information that we had back then was a certain amount of info that we ran with. Today, things are different. Things things are completely different than it was in the past. But it's great to get his perspective on it. And it's the fact that we had him on today coming perfect. off of Kershaw yesterday. Is, it is perfect. I'm already looking forward to him coming in studio and doing a TikTok dance. Do, so here's the question. Do I do yeah. the Mike Capozio dance, which everybody that watches Dodger games, Laker games, he's on every channel, right? You, you can't not have seen him dance. And Oral did the Capozio, uh, the Capozio dance. Do I have to or do we create like a new number for the three of us? What do we do? Emily, you're the TikTok person. What what would look best on the TikTok platform? Wait, before you answer, Emily, <laughs> before you answer, um, Taylor, get just just to throw some just very casual music in the background. Some genuine would be great right now. <laughs> Please, Emily, go ahead. Now, uh, now I feel like now I feel like this is much more appropriate. Right, and then you're sorry, just Sally Rotolo, wonderful company, but yeah. Um, I I was looking up different dances that I think you guys should do. I was thinking of have you lo- seen that Burger King commercial that they do like he's doing like the this thing. The ma- yeah, I've I've seen that. So yep. I was thinking that yep. could be simple enough that you guys could accomplish. I was thinking of maybe do the the Megan the Stallion. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I don't think dance. that's gonna happen. I oh. think it's gonna be I think it's gonna be the dance that both Oral and um, I think you guys can do Mike Savage. You do. We Jeff, do the robot. Oh, I just want, Jeff, let's see your robot real quick. Okay, that's not the robot. It isn't? What do you mean? No. I moved my robot, shoulders. Robot is like this. You, oh, yeah. This. You did. You, yeah, Crypto. <laughs> that's my robot. Every time you walk to crypto, that's what I have you a do. verbal robot. I don't I don't have a physical robot. I do a, 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 vis, a, a verbal one along the way. I, I, I love to. I, look, I thought that was a question when I said, hey, look, if he wants to go back out there, he goes back yeah. out there. And I don't think so. Mm-hmm. That, and, and it kind of goes back to what you were saying earlier. So, wait, wait. Just so I get. So, he's basically saying that. If Kershaw tells Dave, Dave, I'm going into the eighth, Dave is saying, no, you're not. That's Yeah, that's that's what he said. Um, I wonder. It, I wonder. Look, Oral knows more about this than I do. But I, I, I really wonder if Clayton Kershaw said, Dave, listen, what's the worst thing that could happen? If I get three guys out in a row, that's another 12 pitches. What, what, what are we talking about? 
And then if I go back out there again to get three more guys in a row, that's another 12 or 15. We're, we're talking max, max probably 30 more pitches, right? Probably less than that. Because if he gives up a hit or a walk, you get him out right away. You're out anyways. Right, you're out right away. I don't know if that doesn't have a compelling argument for Dave Roberts. I think that the reason that this is really not on Dave's ticket at all is that Oral seen, or excuse me, that Clayton Kershaw seemed like he was on board with the decision. Yep. yep. Yeah. I, I. I. I was just going to say, I think it would have been maybe an awkward position to be in if Kershaw saying, "I'm going back out there in the eighth inning," um, and Dave Roberts is telling him, "Don't." But there was no. I never got a feeling or a thought that Kershaw was fighting this thing. I got the feeling that Kershaw probably like like you know like you mentioned probably was going to come out in the sixth inning. And because he went one more inning into the seventh, still felt good. Obviously, 80 pitches. Maybe then for Kershaw, I was like, no, it's perfect. I, I literally did exactly what I was looking to do in my first start. And here's the ball. Let's call it a day. Who do we got coming up next? I'm going by memory here, so I, I, but I think this is right. I read it this morning, and, and I think it's right. That there are only two people that have gotten removed from a game after seven perfect innings. And Dave Roberts did it both times. That's right. That it was Rich Hill and it was uh, it was Clayton. it was Clayton Kershaw yesterday. That's it's an interesting thing to have on your resume. <laughs> Probably want to punch another uh, World Series title on there. Dave Roberts has won the World Series as a player. Dave Roberts has won the World Series as a manager. And Dave Roberts is the only guy to take out two pitchers that are perfect through seven innings. It's pretty. Uh, it's pretty. I'm, interesting I'm sure that didn't bother Dodger fans at all. So the okay, the Rich Hill one though. Let's go back, right? I think it was in a it was in a postseason game. Rich Hill was dealing, right? Dealing. He nope, obviously, it's perfect game through seven innings. Rich Hill is the, one of those guys that when he got to the number, and I don't remember what it was, whether it was ninety or ninety five or a hundred, that the production falls off a cliff, yeah. and he was at the number. That's one of those times we say, hey, analytics. Get out of here. We're, I'm not, we are going to see what happens next. We're going to go out there and run that because it's in the postseason. He, he, he is at, he's a veteran at this point in his career. Let's roll it out there. He was not coming off of a, a short-term injury as long as my memory serves at that point. It's a very it, – it's in it, – you're trying to win the World Series and it's right there in front of you. That's a very different thing, isn't it? Yeah, it, it is different. And I, I think yesterday when people were trying to make the argument of – I thought it was a little dramatic of they're trying to win a World Series, they're trying to win a World Series. I get that. It's it's not – the date is not September, you know, 23rd. Right. I understand that. I, that's why I was always kind of like, all right, well, let's not make it sound like the season, the playoffs are right around the corner. You literally – this is your fifth game of the season. I thought that part was a little bit dramatic. But, yes, the two instances are completely different. Let's try a phone call here. Let's go to Los Angeles and Johnny. Johnny, you're on with Travis Lee. Hey, I appreciate you guys taking a call. Um, been listening the last couple of days. Um, I, you know, I think that there are two components to it, right? This is one of the rare times where, you know, both sides can be right. There's an emotional component where it's saying, okay, man, you know, it's only been done X amount of times. He got robbed, unfortunately, you know, the first time he went for the perfect game. And then there's the logical side of, you know, the injuries. We're trying to do something bigger this season. But I was curious because when I was watching the game, the first thing that, that uh, took place in the eighth when we hit the, the three homers back to back to back, First thing I texted my girlfriend was, uh-oh, this is going to be a long inning. Um, and if this is going to be a long inning, it's going to impact Kershaw one way or the other. Whether, you know, his arm gets, uh, you know, trying to keep his arm warm and, you know, be able to come out in the eighth. Or if Doc just sits there and says, you know what, this is going to be a longer inning than I want it. I don't want to run the risk of the injury. 
let me pull you out of the game. I just kind of wanted to get you guys' thoughts and see if you think that may have made it easier for Doc and Kershaw to come to the conclusion of let's take him out of the game if they hadn't come to that conclusion already. Thank you, Johnny. Um, It's a really good question, and I I think it would have been the question had Oral Hershiser not been on the dugout railing with his hat off and his jacket off at the beginning of the inning. Right, that, that had he been sitting there with the heater on his arm, right, and he's got he's got his jacket on. You see those guys; they come off, especially yeah. when the weather's cold. They put that warm towel around their elbow to stay warm, and they sit there. And, and guys leave them alone, right? That, that, that's the other thing. We we haven't even mentioned this. I, I can't believe it took me this long to to come to this point. Perfect games, no hitters, baseball players. They're wildly superstitious about. Nobody talks to them, right? Nobody talks to them. They're sitting in the dugout by the end of the by themselves. No one mentions anything. It's like they're the invisible man, right? That it just it, that's how that goes. He's on the rail joking around with guys. He already knew he was coming out. So I think you bring up a good point, Johnny. That had he been sitting there alone with the stuff on, and then they came over to him and said, "Hey, it ain't happening." But he was in there cutting it up. He's high fiving Bellinger and and Lux and and Barnes as they're coming off after their home runs. The decision had been made before the home run started to go. Yeah, that, that's uh, that's I, I guess from a Kershaw perspective, nobody felt like, hey, this if they if that was a one two three inning in the uh, in the top half of the or the bottom half no top half of the inning, mm-hmm. then it doesn't mean all of a sudden that uh, well well Kershaw's now going to come back out of the mound. I, I I think I think that decision was already made. Did it make it better or worse for you? That Vezia comes in and gives him a hit to the first guy. No, it was makes. the dude. It was the dude yesterday that called in and said, "I'm calling all my buddies, telling them to <laughs> tune in." And then his buddies all tune in, and it's Vezia that's out there. And in 38 seconds, he gives up a hit. Base hit. But let's say the Dodgers did because, by the way, it was the only hit of the game. He didn't give up another hit. The ninth yeah. inning was clean, no hits there. Had the Dodgers finished a combined perfect game, does it make it more palatable, less palatable? Or the fact that it's just well, now it's a, just a I, really I, good I, day. I still think it's a great accomplishment, right? Like if they – Sure it is. If Vezia doesn't give up a hit and they combine perfect game, uh, that, that's how they get there. That's still a that's still a great feat. You just would want – in a perfect world, you want to see Kershaw obviously handle it himself. I don't like the tease that Emily has put on the screen. And it reads, what TikTok dance should Travis and Oral do? That's next. It's Travis Lee. Uh, we might have to come up with something else. We'll see. I may say take some of your suggestions along the way. Travis Lee, 710 ESPN. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. Now, let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac, weighing heavy on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And boom! Añejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good! The 
playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is hypnotic and tequila season. Hypnotic liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. Taking a little stroll through uh, Twitter there during the break, Al. I got a couple for you. You ready? Yeah. Really dropped the ball. I, I, this is this is my fault uh, as as uh, as a professional. I need yep. to take responsibility when I make a mistake, and I've made one. Uh, Darb in the OC writes: Does Oral have an ask Slee? Really should have asked Oral if he had an ask Slee. That's that's bad hosting by me. Next time. Yeah, I was gonna say it sounds like you're gonna get plenty of opportunities to to ask him. You'll come in, come in studio. You guys will do whatever you guys are doing, and uh, and you'll get an opportunity. You're Don't best worry. friends. Yeah, I want I want him to ask like, uh, how surprised were you on a scale of one to six trillion when Dennis Eckersley walked Mike Davis in the ninth inning of Game One of the 1988 World Series, of which I was a member. I I, I need something oral yeah. specific when it comes to an ask Eckersley. I would say uh, not surprised at all. I don't know why that threw threw you off. <laughs> <laughs> One more. This is from uh, Moy, and Moy writes, Trap, tell Slee that he should help Emily try and figure out how to keep her room clean instead of going down the rabbit hole again. Should keep him busy until okay. summer league. Listen, That's a win-win listen. for both of you guys. You I, have I something, something to do. <laughs> Emily gets organized, and it's a win-win. I told myself today. I'm not kidding here. I am. I don't know exactly how I'm going to do this, but I'm not going to watch TV today. So when the show ends... I'm not going to go sit on the couch or get on YouTube or something along those lines. Let's see if I could actually be a productive citizen of society for one day. So that's what I'm going to try and do. So, Emily, I don't know if I can help you with anything, but I'm I'm happy to give you some advice if you need it. I mean, you can only only go for a walk for so long. Are you going to read? You could read. Can I juggle? Um, I got some stuff I could do. I already wrote or, down things I'm going to get done. So organize your spice rack. What do you yeah. give me? Give me the list. What's what's on the list? Yeah, but they're all like business stuff. You don't want to hear them. They're boring. Yeah, they're all like, like, like <laughs> all little, which I need to do that too. By the way, uh, kind of, kind of cutting yeah, a little I know. close. I know. No, I know. <laughs> I'm going to do an extension. I'm going to get an extension. You're that guy, or do you or usually get them in on time? I always get them in on time. This one's not. Well, it's on me, but it's not only on me. I was supposed to go do them on Saturday, didn't get a chance, blah, blah, blah. So we'll be okay. We'll be all so right. So I, I don't like that your list includes, like, fold your laundry, mop the floor. Like, let's, let's make some use of this time. You've been double duty for, what, eight, six, eight months? I'll do let's anything live a little other sleep. than just watch YouTube. That's all. I, I just don't <laughs> want to watch YouTube. That's it. Maybe you should do, like, what's Lent is 40 days? Is that what it is? Yeah. So that leaves 325 days that are not Lent. Maybe you should do well, a next no, week's going to be different. Next a no YouTube for the non-Lent times that you can go into YouTube during Lent, but the rest of the year you don't do it. YouTube is fine. It's just no, it's not it? what you're watching. No, no, you're right. Emily's right. It's just what you're watching. It's a portal. It, 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 but you're going to go there. It's like that thing that, no, no, I'm not going to walk down the aisle with uh, all the bad food. I'm right, so going to go lot... straight to the fruits and vegetables. But you know that the Apple Jacks are on the other aisle. you got to go get them. Do you use YouTube or you don't? You don't, right? I do. I, I, I ha- until very recently, I had not, but now I am a regular consumer for reasons. Okay, so regular consumer. You can, there's a lot of different things that you could watch that's actually good, not bad. Yeah. It's just if you get into the – if you get where I've been going, 
um, you're not using your time very wisely. Emily's mom sent her a Sliwa text yesterday. <laughs> 42 they, they were... bathrooms. <laughs> <laughs> what What was your mom's text to you? How are so, you doing or something? No, so she sent, me an e- she sent me an email. We don't really correspond over emails. She sent me an email. That's, the subject line is How many what? emails has she not opened in her inbox? <laughs> <laughs> Probably way too many. Uh, we actually had a, a shared family email for a while. Anyway, but uh, it was subject, subject line was question. And then and it was like, good hey, me. Emily, is this your email? <laughs> Love you. Hope you're having a great day. Like, I texted her. I was like, yes, that is my email. Also hoping that that was not some fishy thing. Was it <laughs> her? Was, it was her. But Click was on a, all the images <laughs> that sketchy, have traffic lights. Email. <laughs> <laughs> I you think know what she, I'm talking about, by the way? Why, why would your mom not have had your email address? She this clearly is... does because she sent me an email. But I was like, why? why why wouldn't you want to just text me what my email was instead of just saying, hey, is this your email to that email making me think that I'm going to get fished or catfished or whatever I think else. your mom's trying to hack your account. Like, right. hey, hey, I'm, um, you know, we have something going on at the house. Uh, I just need your, your 10 number routing uh, <laughs> routing number in your accounts. And we're gonna, it's not a big deal. Just send them along. <laughs> she already has all that anyway. If she wanted to hack me, she could hack me like in an instant. She has my social security. She has my, she doesn't have my birth certificate, but she could probably get it somehow, but. Dude. Mom got you. She's got you. Still better than your how are you? All lowercase with a question mark, no context. I still love that you had to confirm it was me. I I, I wasn't clicking By the on way, that. are you guys, is this just me or is these spam phone calls, is it at an all-time high? I, I don't know where you guys are on this. I'm getting calls. I'm getting at least five, six a day. They're coming from everywhere. Really? Five, six a day. They're oh, coming from got, everywhere. I haven't got one in months. I used to get a bunch of them, but I, I don't know. I first of all, I never answer the phone, so maybe they the the. So I don't the, answer the them ma- either. The matrix has learned to stop calling me. I don't answer them either, but I'm getting bombarded with just random calls from everywhere. ESPN Radio is brought to you by Progressive. In- oh, Emily, did we lose that call? He said he couldn't stay on, but he wanted oh. to have a suggestion for your for your TikTok dance. I, that's why I ended so abruptly, Slee. I Somebody had a, a <laughs> dance suggestion. Did he tell you what it was? He told me what it was. It was, for, uh, I want to say it was the King Tut dance from SNL. Oh, yeah, I know that one. Yeah, that's so that Steve was Martin. a suggestion. Yes, Need the Steve cowbell. Martin one. <laughs> <laughs> no by the way, finish your read. ESPN Radio is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. <laughs> yes. Did I, did I not finish that? You said ESPN Radio is brought to you. Hey, that call. By- by Travis and Sleep <laughs> and Progressive Insurance. This guy's still here. Let's go to Lawrence in Valencia. Lawrence, you're on with Travis and Slee. What's up? Hey, guys. Uh, just to let you know, Dave actually made a mistake with uh, Rich Hill twice. Okay. Uh, back in, uh, it was against Pittsburgh when he was throwing a no-hitter through uh, nine and two-thirds innings. Do you remember that? I don't. I, I don't remember that specifically, Lawrence. No. I know that there was one where he, you know, he'd had the blister trouble, and and they wanted to make sure that he was available beyond that. Uh, he, I know Mason mentioned it yesterday when he hopped on with us, uh, with uh, at the end of the show, Slee, that he did it with Ross Stripling, who I believe I don't think it was a perfect game. I think it was a no hitter at the time. Look, it's 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 kind of a bummer that we don't get to see these things. It is disappointing that Clayton Kershaw didn't get to go for it, but I get it. Right. I, I, I deeply understand why they did what they did. And the fact that Clayton Kershaw didn't have a problem with it, I don't know why anybody else does. By the time the dust settles, and I think the dust will settle today, the dude pitched well. That's all you can ask for. He pitched well. Hershiser mentioned as well. He pitched well. He pitched well. I think both of those guys 
of having starts where you thought, all right, there's some question marks with some of the arms for the Dodgers this year. I, th- I thought that part was, you know, obviously most critical, most important. I just figured something out about you. I know why you're not going to watch TV today. You, you, you kind of buried the lead on this. But there's no basketball tonight. It's the, it's the last night in a really long time that there's not going to be any, that there's no play-in, there's mm-hmm. no first round of the playoffs, that tonight is the, the lull in the NBA schedule. So you're going you're gonna to But isn't that a good night to not watch? Well, there are other things other than NBA basketball. There's baseball. Dodgers opening a home opener tonight. Well, that, but that's not that's not YouTube. YouTube is a oh, different you're just world. not going to YouTube. Yeah, today. I'm just not like I'm not going to oh. sit on YouTube like I have been. And okay, and, I thought you meant like by no TV. You meant no TV. Like you'll still check out the Dodger game. Yeah, YouTube is nothing to do with any of that stuff. YouTube is I'm off in a different world trying to figure out a hundred and five thousand square foot home that is under auction. What's what's the perfect size? If you could just the cost aside, ninety six thousand, to... ninety six thousand is, is the right size. Big houses are a lot of work. I'll tell you. I'll tell you the right size. Big houses are Ready? a lot of work. Ready? Yeah. Is this with kids or no kids? Let's say you've got the 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 two and a half, the proverbial two and a half children. I would say and rookie. Which half of the child? I'd say twenty two hundred is a good size home with a couple of children. And a manageable backyard. Dog yeah. can run around in the back. Yeah, I, I could go a little bit bigger than that. If you if we wanted to push it out to master bedroom size of that house, like 5,000 square feet, then you got a room. You could put a pool table. Maybe you got a little screening room. Like just enough to really kind of flex a little bit. Uh, but anything beyond that, you're basically running a hotel. I, I don't, I don't want to manage the grounds. I don't want to pay for the electricity. It just seems, it seems like a lot for 100,000 square feet. Emily wants... 12,000 square feet. She will not live in anything under 12,000 square feet. Honestly, you saying this stuff, I have no idea what that conceptually even looks like because I like owning a home is so far from me at this point that I don't even know. Why? Okay. Go scoop scoop one up. Scoop a couple up. They're so reasonable right now. Right. <laughs> just well, just find something near the water, um, you know, yeah. something, something in Big Sur, right? Four, Would... four or five bedrooms. <laughs> just just grab a couple on your way out the door. It's easy to do. The dump is coming up next. It's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. How about this, Lee? Way back, 2010, Kevin Durant became the youngest player in NBA history to win the NBA scoring title. He was 21 years old and led the league in scoring. Kevin, do we give that dude enough credit? I know that we talk about him as the best player in the league right now. But Kevin Durant's one of the greatest players of all time, right? But we don't really talk about him like that. I'm going to tell you why. You know why we don't talk about him like that? I think, first off, I, I think a lot of people know just how special of a player he is. Sure. He has two chips. Both of them are were, were with the Golden State Warriors. 
both of them were with a team. It was with Steph, and it was with Draymond, and it was with Clay Thompson and everything else. I think that, you know, we compare him to LeBron, compare him to some of the other greats out there. Does he got to get one kind of on, you know, not on his own, because I don't think you could get one on your own, but if you got one in Brooklyn, and then, you know, you end up with another one in your career, aside from what you did with uh, the Golden State Warriors, I think then you're kind of having a different conversation about him. All right, so Mace is joining us here for the dump as well. How hey you guys, feeling today, Mace? Everything is great. The show never stops. The Let's show do never it. Stops. I love the dump. Love the dump. <laughs> oh, yap, yap, yap. There you go. See? You're fitting right in. You're, yeah. you're, you're in the spirit of the dump along the way. Um, Slee likes to relax uh, on YouTube with doomsday videos and 100,000 square foot houses. When Mace, Steve did you Mason, see this home? Wait, wait, wait. Did you, you see this You know the one home? in Bel Air? The, the house in Bel Air? Yeah. There's, there's is this a home the Mark called, Wahlberg house? No, there's a home called The One okay. in Bel Air. Got it. And it is 105,000 square feet. 105,000 yes. square feet. Wow. 3.8 acres. Yep. And uh, it was estimated it was going to sell. The idea and the concept was, concept was it was going to be the most expensive home in the history of real estate. It was going to sell for $500 million. I, oh. I think I think a couple weeks ago or less than a week ago, it actually went to auction because they couldn't continue to make the payments. It's ninety five percent built. It sold for one hundred and twenty six million. That, my friend, is a steal. So is that where you're gonna? Is that where you're going? I don't know what we're doing. You I and just, Lady Slee gonna take I, over the? I spent two hours. One. I spent two hours as an investigative reporter yesterday just researching everything about it. You know, I always wonder about gigantic houses. I mean, who needs that many bathrooms? There's always like 14 bedrooms and 26 bathrooms. It's like, why do you need so many bathrooms? There's 21 bedrooms. How many bathrooms do you think is in this home? 26. 42. 42 bathrooms! You never know when you Who needs 42 (laughs) bathrooms? Because you're... lavish parties. So ridiculous. You're taking in a screening in your theater, and you don't want to walk all the way to the parlor to to use the bathroom. 42 bathrooms. Yeah, you got to spread it out. Yeah, that's all you. You and Lady Slee, take that over. Yeah, something like that. He is a YouTube black hole guy. He'll go down the rabbit hole and and come out three hours later. Is that a a Mason activity? Do you have the the YouTube black hole habit? No, I don't. Well, you know, I just learned my uh, lesson. From uh, from the entire Reddit thing, which turned into just an absolute <laughs> nightmare. But you have it under nightmare. control now, right? I have it under control because I like uh, I made it private, private so nobody right. can actually okay. go in and look at stuff. Because everybody was getting shredded in there. So yeah, no, no rabbit holes for me. That's my last rabbit hole for a while. I, I still have a very hard time believing you're you're a smart guy. Yep, you've been around the block a few times I have in your been. life. And that you didn't know Reddit was a cesspool is very hard to no, believe. No, but I thought our listeners would actually Reddit, play Mace. right. Reddit. Reddit. I mean, there's interesting stuff on there. I've actually found interesting stuff on a Reddit. Trav, I, I actually I didn't know Reddit was that bad. I didn't know. I, it was I don't know bad. enough about Reddit. I really okay, don't. Guys, if if I am the social media maven of this group, we got problems. Because, the, like, when Emily tells me, like, I don't get it. She's 25 years old. She's living in this world. Emily, you knew that Reddit was a nightmare, right? Oh, yes. There are yeah. good things on Reddit where you can find interesting groups of people to talk about things yeah. with. Like, TV shows. You can go through the, all these theories from TV shows, things like that. That's what I Sounds have like used Reddit for before. But it's also places where you could uh, learn how to, you know, 
kill people and things like that. It's that. Well, <laughs> blow up a building. Learn how to kill people. Yeah. Is that really? That, it goes from really nice, interesting conversations about Talking a show. Talking about a TV show. To here's how you kill people. This is how you arrange the flowers for Thanksgiving. <laughs> and if Uncle Ray gives you a hard time, this is where you put the body. Oh, man. Yeah, no, I, the that thing I didn't like cozy. about like, I don't mind taking crap. I just, you, you guys will laugh at this. I don't mind taking I hated seeing everybody else get, <laughs> like, you get are, crap. This is ridiculous. You no. love to watch other people take crap. No, I mean, there was, there was, I, there's a difference between real life crap and Reddit crap. <laughs> well, that's that's very true. Reddit I will give you, really I will give you that elevated one. the hate to a degree that I never thought it could get to. This is I'm glad you're here for this one. J.R. Smith apparently was talking about the amount of uh, marijuana that Dude. was consumed inside the uh, bubble. Apparently, a uh, big surprise, quite a bit. This is I feel like this is a story we knew without actually knowing. Yeah, I mean they. Well, I mean, was it wasn't what a, else it a conspiracy? I mean, seriously, they eliminated the rule of testing for marijuana as they went into the bubble. I mean, they basically were saying, guys, we know you're going to be trapped in this area for a certain period of time for a month or for six weeks or whatever it is. Uh, we're going to we're going to give you this one. Take it away. Well, the, the, the other the, thing, too, is they had already, you know, the bubble was locked down pretty good, right? Not a lot of people coming you, in and out. Right. The, do you remember what, the, one of the players, I think it was for the Raptors, some, I forget, got in trouble because he picked up Uber Eats. That he was just outside of the right. bubble, yes. and all, well, all of a sudden never, it was going to end the bubble. Never mind Uber Eats. They, the NBA guys will do some other things to relax on occasion, and if those people aren't allowed into the building, you're going to have to go to Plan B, and the, that's that's the pot. Now, Travis, you don't strike me as somebody who uh, who uses the herb. Um, He's high right now. I don't smoke it, but I will take an edible from here, here, and, here and there. Okay. Yeah. What about you, Slee? Um, you and Lady not, Slee? Her, definitely no. Um, not a lot of the times, but definitely uh, at the right uh, right occasion. Do you yeah, burn we'll, one or do you edibleize? Uh, I will burn. Yeah, burn. Okay. Yeah, I See, don't. I, did, uh, I don't know the edible world. Like I, I genuinely let, don't know. Let me explain how that it to you. Works. It's candy to get you high. <laughs> exactly. Yep. That's <laughs> but I don't exactly know how right. much to take. I one. don't know. The one. It, it, yeah, and, just one. And, Unless and you be, want some more. And be patient. Yep. And it will come on. Definitely be patient. Yes. Because it will slam you <laughs> ultimately. Don't yeah. take half a brownie like I did the first time I ever tried it. It's oh, great. Yeah, yeah. No, so, you and me, patient. since we had this, you know, since we buried the hatchet, so to speak, yip, 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 uh, since we buried the hatchet, <laughs> I, I think that you and I should get together and burn one. Like Why live, am I not invited? Like live stream. Because, uh, and you, Travis, too. Oh, I, I just thought Sliwa got I'm the worst in. of it. Yep, yep, yep. I'm all in. I, can you do me a favor and yes. close every segment on Mason and Ireland? Yep, yep, yep. Yep, yep, yep. Yep, yep, yep. Absolutely. I, I would like that a great deal. Yep, yep, yep in Ireland next. It's coming up 710 ESPN.